This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Okay, in our continuing search for a new theme song, I'm kind of liking the sound of this. What is this? You don't know what this is? No. I may have to quit the show. Sounds like I don't know, some adventure music. Is this, is this the A-Team? Yes, yes Joe, is. that's why you're my favorite. I, I hate you, Jack. <laughs> oh, goody. The A-Team. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, you know, I'm kind of liking this, actually. Live from Studio C. C, Mr. T. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Gosh, could definitely be Rudy Giuliani again. Yeah. Oh, boy. Could be Americans held by North Korea. Could be Mr. T. Could be Mr. T, fool. (laughs) The A-Team. You know, for whatever reason, I never saw an episode of the A-Team. All my friends were watching it. I don't know why I never... It just looked stupid to me. But (laughs) how dare you guys? (laughs) I mean, this is fantastic. Face, Hannibal, B.A. Baracus. It certainly Ah. certainly wasn't above... uh, (laughs) wasn't beneath me at that point in my life, or this point in my life. I don't know why. I just never got on board. See, Face, he could be really good with disguises. That's why they called him Face. Oh, I get it. Ah. Who's the fourth guy? I think Murdoch. Murdoch, yeah. fourth yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's, <laughs> name anybody, we won't know. That's that's awesome. And how big a role did Mr. T have in the A team? Was he a, a a big part? He was a key player, fool. Or was he a flavor? <laughs> uh, no, he was certainly a he was an ingredient. He wasn't yeah, a seasoning. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, just a punchy line here and there, not like set out the narrative. Gotcha. Well, if he uh, did, he uh, weighed in with his fists a lot. Was he uh, the enforcer? He, he was kind of the in charge of the van. Like they had this really cool black van with a red stripe right. that was kind of their mobile headquarters right. operations unit. So he, yeah, yeah, he was he was kind of the guy in charge of that. Gotcha. I gotta go get the oil changed, fools. <laughs> <laughs> I pity uh, the fool who don't buckle up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My we fa- need more windshield wiper <laughs> fluid. <laughs> For some reason, I think I was. In this situation the other day, I was thinking of my favorite Mr. T line from one of the Rocky Three, I guess. What's your prediction for the fight? Pain. I think I was Good in prediction. pain when I thought of that. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's kill the music and introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. We're kind of the A team. Uh, how are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I remember watching the A-Team and Dukes of Hazard, and I remember I want, told my mom I wanted to get a mohawk, and she absolutely refused, so she <laughs> bought me Daisy Dukes instead. <laughs> it just didn't work out well at all. <laughs> Very good joke. That reminds me, both of my kids, uh, I promised them they could get a mohawk when school was out. Cause yes. yes. They may have forgotten, though. Oh, I'm hoping they forgot. <laughs> Better a mohawk than a tattoo or something. <laughs> 
Can you get a six-year-old a tattoo? I promised they could both start smoking when school was up. <laughs> Very nice. Um, <laughs> Do your homework. I'll let you start smoking. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I, I was going to go over the uh, the movies that were coming out this weekend, but I, I feel compelled to let you guys know that in 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by military court for a crime they didn't commit. <laughs> oh, no! These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade in the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government... They survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem and no one else can help, if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-team. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Wow. So they're nice. outlaws, but they help people. Yes. So they're similar to the, like, the Lone Ranger or the, that kind of thing. Yeah. You can't exactly. box Robin, them in. Robin the Hood. <laughs> Great. Man. Many other figures. There you go. History and literature. <laughs> Robin the Hood. Fantastic. <laughs> Robin Hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm well. It is, gentlemen, that time of year once again. And may I be the first to say to you, oh boy. may the fourth be with you. Okay. That's yeah. great. That's sort of... Uh, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was funny in 1979. I want to find the person who first came up with that and give him a Charlie horse. Well, you know who that was? That was the conservative party. That was uh, in May 4th, 1979, the day Margaret Thatcher, the Iron Lady, took office as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Her political party, the Conservatives, put an ad in the London Evening News saying, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. Gotcha. Okay. And some people refer to this as Star Wars Day, and some people dress up and have a party. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Anyway, uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Friday, wow. May 4th, the year 2018, setting you straight in 218. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, all right, then. Here's the show according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. A settlement payment, which is a very regular thing for lawyers to do, which usually would result in a fine, by the way, not this big storm, stormtroopers coming in and breaking down his apartment and breaking down his office. Stormtroopers! Oh, so was right. that a oh, May the 4th right. be with you reference, or yes. was that yes. just really, really over-the-top rhetoric? Or that was comparing FBI agents who, according to Michael Cohen himself, were professional and courteous with Hitler's most feared agents of death and hatred. All right. So you got one side claiming <sighs> Trump is the new Hitler and is uh, destroying democracy, as I actually heard on MSNBC today. We need to be today? very we we need to be very afraid of an authoritarian government. Are they still? I'm not that? a fan of Hitler. Ab- wow. Absolutely, I almost admire that. On how the, you can go with that at this point? On the other hand, on the other side, on the other cable news channel, you're calling the FBI stormtroopers. Like it's Nazi Germany. So there you go. That's All where right. we are as a country right now. Nazi That's Germany. some fine discourse. It's it's practically John Adams uh, discussing freedom with Thomas Paine. Man, it's pretty over the top. Pretty over the top. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, you got President Trump launching fake news charges against a new target. As controversy continues swirling around the Stormy Daniels payoff, trouble in paradise, lava flowing down Hawaiian streets, and a major warning to all Twitter users. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Fantastic. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Very nice. But it's got to wait for Clips of the Week. A cow is coming up. We got a, uh, a billboard idea. I mean, somebody would then have to pay for a billboard campaign. But we have a billboard idea mm. that uh, might be perfect to reveal um, our, our, our catchphrase today. Because I think it fits in perfectly today. 
I'll file that with my space mansion idea of things that'll never get funded. No need to be an a-hole. Space mansion. That's great. So all that's on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Run and tell all of the angels. That's what we're doing this morning here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah. Pretty off the rails uh, news rhetoric. Always, but particularly in the last like dozen hours. Yeah, that I want to talk about later. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do with it as a citizen of this country, other than tune out. Which get is, your popcorn is one of the things people seem to be afraid of. People will tune out. Yeah, if you keep claiming the world is coming to an end. Uh, yeah, I have a theory, an operating theory on what's happening with our communications. It's very complicated. It involves algorithms and various curves. Gotcha. Graphs. Cool. <clears throat> this from a guy who dropped calculus five weeks in. Uh, because you had to drop it in within six weeks. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, mailbag coming up in a moment or two, Michael. Right now, it's time for a fun look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. You guys are obsessed with Trump. Did you used to date him? Because you pretend like you hate him, but I think you love him. <laughs> Look like the before and after to a Slim Fast and Supercuts commercial. Whoop de scoop de poop. Iran lied. Poop de scoop de scoop de whoop. Because I'd rather be a male prostitute. But the fact that when I went in there last time with a first birthday, I gave him Donald Trump's books. I never ever stop fighting for the people Actually wearing the hat to show people that we equal You gotta see the vantage point of the people What makes you feel equal makes them feel evil You know what he's thinking in this picture? This photographer is an idiot I would like to welcome my genitals to this table for the first time Whoopie dee scoop boop 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described socialists. Poop doody whoop scoop. Poop. Hi, beautiful. Do you want a tummy rub? Okay. Poop. Scoop doody whoop. And there is a tummy rub happening. Whoop doody scoop. Yeah, a little more to the right. <laughs> Whoop dee dee scoop poop. And there you have it. Mm. A lot of cow pies there being whoop dee dee scooped. Mailbag. <laughs> Man, yeah. I just, just yeah. showed some Warriors highlights, Golden State Warriors highlights yes. from the other game. Oh my God. They are ready to go. They are in win the championship form. Holy cow. What round is this? Round second round. Two of 13? Second, middle of the second round. Okay. So, so your uh, conference finals are the next round. 
Okay, so next time through, there will be four teams left. Right. Okay, I'll definitely tune in on it. <laughs> so our freedom-loving quotes of the day uh, for the next couple of days will be from none other, uh, none other than George Orwell. Perhaps you've heard of him. Eric Blair. Real name. Well done. Good call. Elton John. Reginald Dwight. John Wayne. Marion Ross? Something I believe Morrison. Morrison. Oh, uh, you know I'm I... afraid three in a row would have gotten you a signed Franklin Mint Plate you featuring know... those three greats. <laughs> you know who I can't do that you're really good at? Orwell, Is... Elton John, and John Wayne. Yes? Rappers. I can't oh, do yeah. the rappers. You're good at the that rappers. Used to... <laughs> that used to be my thing. Anytime we discussed Snoop, Jaw... Snoop Dogg, I would point out that Calvin Broadus Jr. <laughs> or Eminem. Compton, California. Exactly. Marshall Mathers. Vanilla Ice, of course, Robert Van Winkle. Exactly. Exactly. Here's your uh, Orwellian quote of the day. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Mm. There you have it. That's all you need to know. Social justice, safe space, babies. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's your Latin loving quote of the day for the Latinos in the audience. <clears throat> uh Nay, quit, quid, nemus. Nothing in excess. Mm, I'm not good at that one. No, me neither. And I, I actually don't believe in it. I think you ought to go nuts now and again. It kind of reminds you of what not being nuts is yeah, and the value yeah. of it. And if it's I ever, just how nuts. If I ever have that problem, I'll address it. Well, right. But <laughs> we're not talking about you. We're talking about normal people. Um, all you know, things in moderation, including yeah, moderation. Again, if, what I they ev- say. if I ever have that problem, I'll address it. <laughs> If I'm way too moderate in all things, and it's really getting out of hand. I'll uh, I'll take a look at it. Do something crazy today. Now I'm not talking about you like know. get a pie yesterday and eat the almost the entire thing, <gasps> for instance, <laughs> on impulse. Wow! What kind of pie? R- strawberry rhubarb. Wow! That's what sucked me in. I haven't had a Atta strawberry boy. rhubarb pie in I don't know how long. I had to bet a hundred dollars you're going to say apple. Now, is that a local fruit stand? So it's like your homemade style pie, strawberry yeah. rhubarb. How do you not eat that? I remember I'd never even heard of having a slice of cheddar cheese on an apple pie till I met you. Never heard of it. <laughs> and uh, oh boy, is that good! Anyway, and then with gravy on top of that. Oh my god, that's right. Topped with hamburger meat. Uh, listeners, take a kicking is uh, Ben's. Topic. Thanks to the whole team. Dang, dang it, y'all make me laugh. Kind of amazed at how many griping, complaining emails you get over little things. Ben, if I read them all to you, you would be astounded. It's shocking. <clears throat> it's shocking because if you're like me, and I think I'm more typical than not on this, I've never sent an email or a text or a tweet to anything or buddy. Any business or anything. Certainly not of the tone. Even about fairly major things, uh, let alone tiny little things that you act like, you know, ruined your life. But Ben writes, seriously, why do humans expend so much effort to let others know they're aggrieved rather than content? Here are a few helpful thoughts as you go through them. Arguing about music is like fighting over how to draw a smell. That's a good one. I like that That one. That is good. I bet I can do it better than you guys. Yeah, or uh, as Frank Zappa once said, writing about music is like dancing about architecture. <laughs> and uh, the guy who didn't like biatch, how does Snoop Dogg get his whites whiter? With bleach. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Thank you, Ben. 
Appreciate the note. Hey, that, that other thing is absolutely true. That's clever, but just absolutely true. Which one? Writing about music is exactly like dancing about architecture. Yeah. It's to, exactly the same thing. They're yeah. both ways I like to spend my Saturdays. <laughs> I, I would, yeah. I, I love the quote just because I really like Frank Zappa um, musically and just as a thinker. Um, you know. How about Dweezil, his son? Uh, Dweezil's a talented musician. Indeed. Given name? Yes. Dweezil. Dweezil. Mm. And his sister, Moon Unit. Uh, what is, I don't like Frank Zappa as a namer of children so much. But on the other hand, Dweezil's done fine. He's a fine fellow from what I hear. Uh, what is $130,000 to Trump? Uh, Stephen has uh, gone to the trouble of doing the arithmetic. Guys, a little quick arithmetic on what, one hundred and thirty grand, blah, blah. According to Investopedia.com, Trump made about $250 million a year before being president. If the average American makes fifty grand. that's about .02% of the Donald. And this makes one hundred and thirty grand about $26 to regular Americans. Just thinking. You know, if you put it that way, you can imagine not paying any attention to where it went. Well, right. Can you sign this check for $26? It's a thing I got to take care of. Yeah, all right. We do have people, including my wife, who take care of, like, hey, we underpaid the satellite cost by $26. Okay, fine. And then if you asked me about it six months later, I would not have a single memory of it. What if they told you you uh, the porn star you had sex with a few years ago is going to do a story with the National Enquirer? Would that you rem- might, uh, yeah, I'd probably recollect that. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I probably would. Unless I was a Flandering dog. So that's that's why it's unfair with me because that would be so hmm. notable. I still think what it if would they stand said, out. "Hey, uh, you apparently you broke a glass when you were drunk at a golf course, and they need twenty six dollars." Would I remember that? It's <laughs> a good. You know, one. I probably would. What what sort of glass was it? Uh, very nice one. Very. Nice. I was drinking a fine Beaujolais. Let's see. <laughs> ah, the topic of final thoughts. Mike has a suggestion. Um, he really thinks we need a final thoughts song uh, of Henry singing in his punk style with Sam well, on the drums. I could try to get one out of him. That would be cool. Yeah. He's he's, uh, he's temperamental, that artist, as to when he wants to perform. Mm. So, Most yeah. artists are. I hear yes. that. Mike says, I will remain a dedicated listener even if this idea is too lame to make the show. See, that is the sort of open-hearted spirit we need more of. Thank you, Mike. Actually, your idea is, is quite nice. I'd love to hear that. But that's uh, Jack is uh, Henry's manager, so I'll let mm-hmm. him look into it. Uh, here's Dan P. in West Sacramento, California. Listening to the interview, I was intrigued uh, with the Oculus Go. We talked to uh, Feinfeller uh, from the uh, the Wapo. He's actually based in San Francisco, oddly enough. But Oculus sounds like a lady part I should be familiar oh, with. Well, you should. Uh, <laughs> part of so, the reproductive area. So today I went and picked one up. Uh, then he says he's very uh, normal, in shape, a cis white male. What the hell do I care? Um, anyway, that's you got to know how to address the gentleman. It's exactly. very funny, Dan. I appreciate that. Um, it It is very cool. It has tons of apps like a fishing game and sports and all kinds of stuff. Well worth the 200 bucks. Good jumping off point for the beginner VR dork. Hmm. Do you guys get some sort of kickback on this? I can be your go-to uh, on field analysis for that. I wish we got a kickback. God it. dang it. I could I could see getting a decent VR system once they're up and running and there's lots of games. My kids using it and I'd never see them again. Right. I'm yeah. surprised I'm still showing up to work. I have to schedule times when we can look each other in the eye. Well, Tim is taking me to task, but we have no time for that. We'll get to it eventually. We got a bunch of doctors who heard the story yesterday and agree. Y- yeah, about how 
ridiculous the medical profession is and is becoming. And driving them out of the industry. Hey, if you're is... a doctor and you can't take it anymore, you ever want to email us, go to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I got a couple of thought experiments I want to do a little bit later. No, yeah, I love that. Just ideas I'm going to come up with. Oh, and our, our billboard idea, which kind of fits into uh, in, fits into that. We may be exactly the wrong show for these times. That's that is the conclusion I came to yesterday <laughs> in terms of trying to make a living. Yeah, exactly the wrong thing. Exactly the wrong show for these times, Armstrong and Getty. That's our billboard idea. Maybe yeah. that would make people tune in, but then you'd be dissatisfied because we're not clearly one thing or the other. But more on that in a little bit. Right now, the news with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump calling out NBC News this morning after it incorrectly reported his personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, was wiretapped by the feds. That's Trump- a hell of a thing to say. <laughs> Trump tweeting NBC News is wrong again. They cite sources which are constantly wrong. Problem is, like so many others, the sources probably don't exist. They're fabricated fiction. NBC, my former home with The Apprentice, is now as bad as fake news CNN. Oh, strong words. Sad. So NBC went with Trump's lawyer's phone was tapped by the FBI possibly listening in on phone calls with the president himself. That's right, with the White House. And then they changed it to they were just logging who called when. Right, they had a device uh, that recorded the numbers and the length of the phone calls. Although although a lot of people would believe that if you got that far into the phone calls and didn't listen, I would be surprised. I heard commentators of some heft suggesting that, yes, the temptation would be too great, which suggested to me, because I don't know anything about this technology, that there was opportunity as well sure. to listen in. I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. That's a hell of a thing when the FBI yep. is uh, is getting into the president of the United States phone calls. What? Well, yeah, he was. The, they weren't wiretapping, apparently, as no. far as we can tell, but they were logging calls between the president and his attorney. What I don't know, and it's it's hard to know because um, there are plenty of former FBI this and that's and lawyers this and that going on different cable news channels with completely different opinions. So I don't know what's right or not. I've heard both sides of this. But I did hear one former FBI guy say, for instance, during the entire savings and loan scandal, which was a huge scandal, it's savings and loans all across America, Wikipedia it if you don't remember it. But there were no no-knock invasions of anybody throughout that entire thing. Really? And so to do that, for instance, with Manafort over a white-collar crime is pretty over the top. Or to, you know, need to go after the, the phone records in real time with Trump's lawyer. That's, that's a we-believe-there's-a-national-security-risk-level sort of thing to do. Hmm. Now, I've heard other people, other FBI agents say this is routine and absolutely by the book. So I don't know right. which is wow. I don't know which is accurate. Wow. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders is rejecting claims that President Trump was misleading reporters when he said he didn't know about the hush money payment <laughs> to porn star Stormy Daniels. This was information that the president didn't know at the time, but eventually learned. When asked directly by ABC's Jonathan Carl, Sanders was unflappable. Well, can, I, can I ask you... 
when the president so often says things that turn out not to be true, when the president and the White House show what appears to be a blatant disregard for the truth, how are the American people to trust or believe what is said here or what is said by the president? Uh, we give the very best information that we have at the time. Uh, I do that every single day and will continue to do that uh, every day I'm in this position. There here's, you go. here's my answer. because yeah. uh, I've read a couple of columns about this in the last 24 hours. If the president is lying about this, how do we trust him when he's talking about North Korea? Lying about sex and lying about other things are not the same thing. And any adult knows it. Yeah, it's just it's just a different level. I, used, I don't lie. I would never lie about business dealings. I would never lie about all kinds of things, practically anything. If I was having an affair with my wife, I would lie about it. How do you have an affair with your wife? <laughs> On my wife. Exciting. Oh, uh, so uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you've got that, and then you've got the whole, and and this is what makes me crazy. Everybody knows Trump is a hype artist and a super promoter and a bullesser and and the rest of it but they keep acting like they've just figured it out and they're aghast about it <laughs> yes now you you combine that with the with the sex thing as you say yes he was covering up paying off a blackmailer who was going to blab about his affair and so yes at every single turn he has sought to cover this up yeah Right! God, the fake outrage is just hilarious. So far, something like 1,800 people have been evacuated. I'm sorry, let let me finish this topic up. Here's a nice note from Tim. Uh, So now it's revealed Joe is a, quote, staunch conservative slash libertarian or something like that. Labels are useless. Nothing wrong with that, obviously, but it goes a long way toward explaining his continuing defense of the cuckoo bird in the White House. You know, the guy who only last month said on Air Force One that he had no knowledge of any payments to Stormy Daniels. Hey, if you're comfortable with having a congenital liar as your president, more power to you. Many of the rest of us are not. You know, I wouldn't say I'm comfortable with it, but I've accepted it. How many times did I call Jay Carney a liar? Because he lied. He lied lying lies constantly. Speaking up for Obama, who twisted the truth on multiple occasions, of which I probably don't need to remind you. So, yeah, Trump it says all sorts of crap, but he's the the POTUS. And so when I he's wrong, I say he's wrong. When I think he's right, I say he's right. That's how I can defend him, Tim. It's pretty simple. So far, something like 1,800 people have been evacuated after a volcano in the big island of Hawaii erupts, sending molten lava chewing its way through forest land and bubbling up on paved streets. Awesome. My kids would love to see that. No prediction yet on how long the Kilauea eruption may last. National Guard's been called out to start uh, getting people out of the area. Something They're like fight the volcano. What are you going to do with the National Guard? Something like ten thousand. Storm 000, that hill. <laughs> something like guns are ready. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> something like ten thousand people could be threatened by the lava flow. So that is going on in the Big Island now. If you're on Twitter, change your password now. That's the word from the platform after a glitch caused some to be stored in readable text on its internal computer system. Social Network says the problem's been resolved. There's no indication the passwords were stolen or misused. But as a precaution, they still recommend that you change your password. Here's what I'd like to make my password. I'd like to have my password be, you can have my password. If somebody gets my Twitter password, knock yourself out. Have a good time. I I would encourage you to do something (laughs) truly outrageous. Tweet something horrific. I mean, get your money's worth. (laughs) 
That is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Liberty Bell, which is a little more cracked after Trump's lies about Stormy Daniels. Oh, boy. (laughs) Giuliani using the term stormtroopers was really over the top and out of bounds. See, there's an example of... Right, can see both see both ways. That's crazy, and and they have no strategy, and they're floundering and careening off both guardrails at this point. Part of it over something that I don't think has any significance whatsoever. The whole Stormy Daniels. Now there might be some funky banking law broken. Remember old Dennis Hastert, former uh, Speaker of the House of Representatives who was sexing up boys, turns out, way back in his earlier life? Oh, that's right. As a wrestling coach or something? Well, he was making big withdrawals from the bank under false pretenses, so that's what he was busted for. Do you think that's impeachable or whatever? I guess we'll see that drama unfold. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Won't it now? Uh, yeah, our billboard idea, why we're the wrong show for these times, uh, my thought experiment, all those things. Oh, and, and doctors weighing in on getting out of the profession because they hate it now. Uh, the industry has changed, which is not good for any of us. What have we wrought? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of, nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome to it. Rudy Giuliani's a complex cat, no doubt. Great leadership after 9-11. Then he was accused of exploiting it politically. He absolutely did in in some ways. On the other hand, that's what politicians do. If you handle something well, you tell people about it over and over again. On the other hand, you know, he's seemed a little untethered lately. And his latest appearances on cable news have not uh, dispelled that idea. As I, I don't know. I would like to get Donald Trump, Sarah Sanders, and Rudy Giuliani in separate rooms. And just have them give me like two paragraphs on how they're going to handle the Stormy Daniels situation and see how much overlap there is. I don't think there's going to be a lot. Craig wrote us a note. He said, I watched Rudy's appearance on Hannity and his performance was unimpressive to say the least. Rudy had difficulty organizing his thoughts, didn't express himself well, was hard to follow at times and often lacked coherence. Doesn't appear to me that Rudy's comments about Trump repaying Cohen were planned. Okay, I didn't see the whole interview. I just saw the clips. But Yeah, uh, well, a number of people thought that. That's why Robert Costa, the Washington Post, got a hold of Rudy right afterwards and said, so are you going to get fired for this? And Rudy said, no, I just talked to the president, and he's thrilled with my performance, which Trump then tweeted out later. Mm-hmm. Great job by Rudy on Hannity tonight. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Meanwhile, how's the economy? How's, how are foreign relations? Remember when Obama left office? And and listen, Obama being a, a dope in a lot of ways, for a smart guy, he was a dope. Doesn't excuse Trump if you want to go after Trump, but he left office with, it was widely said, including by Jimmy Carter, our relations are not better with a single country on earth than Jimmy, when he took office. Jimmy Carter did say that. Yeah. 
and and, and Donald J is doing yeoman work in foreign policy, in spite of the hand flapping of the left. So uh, I just I'm having trouble getting real worked up about the whole uh, extortionist hooker thing. Well, I got something on that I want to talk about coming up. So far enough. So what is your uh, your uh, Kentucky Derby? 15th. What is your Kentucky Derby thing this year, Sean? Uh, well, I don't want to spoil the okay. comparison because okay. I, I lest you guys start googling and cheating. You oh, know, I, I would, even though you can just Google the horses and that's half the answers, anyways. But but uh, I'll save the big reveal. It is. It is agricultural related. Wow! So it's Kentucky Derby horse or something. Yes, and you'll give us the names. Okay, all right, fabulous. Six in ten Americans would rather share financial statements than their browser history with their partners. With their partners, you mean like your husband or wife, girlfriend, boyfriend? Well, it's got to be girlfriend, boyfriend, Plural right? Marriage because your 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 marriage. Don't most of us share financial statements? I think the majority of people do, but honey, I need more money. That's a financial <laughs> statement. Mm. Yeah, my, my, our financial, my financial statement. Quit spending is, money. Is That's accessible a statement? Yeah, it's, it's well, it's the same statement, but <laughs> here's uh, the money. Can I have a little of it? So why would six and ten um, not want to share their browser history with their partner? Because they're looking Cheat. at porn. They're looking at porn and 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 chat lines and and what have you. Hmm. And or, you know, who knows what the women's uh, what are y'all up to that you might not want your partner to know online liking pictures uh, from their ex-boyfriends four one five two nine five KFTC is the text line four one five two nine five KFTC. You got to admit that the opportunity to um, uh, either flirt or kind of flirt is is exponentially greater. With social media than it was right. before. What you, what was that term yesterday? Micro cheating. Micro cheating. Yeah. Yeah. There might be a little of that. Which uh, he's a handsome man. I can't. I can't really blame him. Micro. It's, it's yes. not. It's not so funny, Sean. All... It wasn't funny yesterday. It's not <laughs> funny today. Try it again Monday just to be thorough. So all uh, your psychologist type people who write articles about this sort of thing say it's a bad idea because if you start down that road, it, it grows by degrees. Sure. So that's the problem. With yeah. That. Yeah. Anyway. Won't do you any good. What won't do you any good? The uh, starting to flirt with old bows or... What do you mean it won't do you any good? Uh, oh, with them it might do you great good. Oh, what? You uh, uh, you you go on to I your... I was agreeing hi- that you go by degrees and it's dangerous. But how does it not do you any good? It might work great. You go to your uh, your ex-boyfriend's um uh, Twitter... You cut, you retweet one of their pictures. Yes, they say, "Hey, thanks. How you doing?" You say, "I'm doing great." But you're in a relationship in this situation, right? Well, yeah, got to, you got to, you got to make, you got to, you're at a fork in the road now. Won't do you any good. <laughs> don't do it, mate. Don't do it. Might do great if you're trying to get back together with your ex high school boyfriend. <laughs> Indeed, but it used to be it would have been practically impossible to do that, especially if they were in a different town. I mean, unless you were going to, like, leave your husband or wife on the weekends and drive to where your ex-college boyfriend or girlfriend lives now and, what, hang outside their house and hope to run into them on the street? I mean, right. how would you even attempt to do this? You know, it was funny. On the way in this morning, I was sick and tired of the tedious, tedious news, and so I flipped on some music and heard Joe Cocker's a fabulous version. I said Cocker. Cocker, I just tweeted at her. Uh, Joe Cocker's fabulous version of the Box Tops classic, uh, The Letter. My baby, she wrote me a letter, and I thought how quaint that was. Mm-hmm. 
Guy goes to his mailbox one day and says, wait a minute, that's my, uh, my, my estranged honey. And, uh, and the, the words therein thrilled his heart, and he's going home to her. Thought that's fantastic. So, yes, you would have had to have penned a letter and mailed it off. Dear Mary Lou, I don't know whether you are married anymore, but I still think of you. If you have any interest in reconnecting with me, please write back. (laughs) (laughs) And then hope that their wife or husband doesn't see it and come kill you or something like that. Sure, yeah. Or you could Google whether they're married or not. Oh, that's right. No, you couldn't. You could go down to the Hall of Records. In their town, and to paw through the uh, card catalog. But now you can go under their Twitter or whatever it is and uh, see uh, all the pictures of their uh, husband and uh, kids and think, oh, dang, or uh, see that they're now uh, single and looking to mingle or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's why six and ten would like to hide their browser history. Card catalog and hall of records. I kid. Michael, you know better than anybody. Squatting in the bushes is the way to learn everything <laughs> you need to know. <laughs> That's right. Or in a tree. That's right. Climb a tree outside hide, the window. Hide in a tree. Perfectly reasonable. <laughs> Anybody comes along, you just say, meow. <laughs> Beautiful. So uh, your thought experiment coming up, huh? Yeah, my son got a role in their uh, their second grade play that they're doing at some point uh, this year. Toward the end of the year, he's very excited about it. He's playing a... Speaking? Speaking part? A singing part. Oh, yeah, nice. He doesn't speak, but he sings. I saw that. I said, how did you get the part? Hoping that he was chosen for some reason based on his talent or something. He said, that's the one I asked for. Okay. Yeah, he applied <laughs> for it. They thought, you're just the young firebrand we need. <laughs> he's, he's a cactus. He's a singing cactus. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. My character is prickly, yet juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. Terrific. Sings something about uh, water in the desert or something. I think it's uh, an educational sort of musical. I see. Uh, yeah, but so you got both ends of the political spectrum um, uh, claiming the world is coming to an end, as usual. But more over the top than even usual. More on that coming up in just a few minutes on the Armstrong and Getty Show.